Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's story comes from a throwaway account titled, My Lodger and His Girlfriend Broke a Sentimental Chair with Their Activities. This happened a few years ago now, and I've only just got around to posting the story on Reddit due to a busy schedule. So a few years back, I, 27 female, broke up with my long-term boyfriend. I'd inherited the house we were living in together, hence owning a house at such a young age. And after the breakup, my boyfriend moved out. In order to afford bills, I was forced to rent out a room. A friend introduced me to Tyler, 25 male, who was looking for a room to rent and seemed like a nice guy. We got on well and he seemed to fit in just fine with my way of life. After about five months of living with me, Tyler met a girl, Anna, 24 female. Anna was still living at home with her parents and was having trouble with her mum. They were getting into arguments constantly as her mum felt Anna was not pulling her weight around the house. As a result, from very early on in the relationship, Anna spent a lot of time at my house. At first, Anna would come around on her days off and her and Tyler would just hang around in his room. They would come down for drinks and food but would not be any bother. Anna did not stay overnight to begin with and she was respectful around me and my home. However, after a month or so, things began to change. Every time Anna came around, she began bringing more and more stuff with her. Clothes, makeup, spare shoes, etc. Gradually, her things began appearing around the house, not just in Tyler's room. She began staying overnight. This all happened gradually at first and I didn't think much of it. Then the loud sex began to begin at night and in the morning. The walls were thin in the house and I could hear everything from my bedroom. It made me feel uncomfortable and awkward in my own home. As time went on, the couple began spending more time downstairs and I started to feel like a bit of a third wheel in my own home. I would come back after a long day at work only to find them both sprawled out on the couch watching a film with their things strewn around them. One day, I opened up to my mum about this. I was worried I was just being jealous or bitter that I was no longer in a relationship and that they were happy in theirs. I also wondered if it was unreasonable of me to expect Tyler and Anna to keep themselves and their things largely in Tyler's room. After all, he was my lodger and he was paying rent. My mum reassured me that I was not being unreasonable. She said I was still healing from my own breakup and it was perfectly reasonable that I did not want another couple's happiness shoved down my throat every five minutes. She thought Tyler and Anna were being extremely disrespectful, leaving their things all over the place. She pointed out that Anna was using the facilities in my house without paying any money towards the bills, etc. Tyler was paying for his use, but not hers. My mum told me I had to say something. 
so we got in the car and drove back to my house. The moment my mum and I stepped through the front door, we found Tyler and Anna on the sofa in a state of half undress. My mum was furious. She screamed at them for being so selfish and disrespectful. She told Anna that she had a perfectly good home to go to and she should not be storing her things and spending such a huge proportion of her time in a house that she did not contribute towards in any way. My mum told her to leave and to show more respect if she wanted to continue to return. Anna did not reply. She grabbed her clothes and nearby things and just left open-mouthed. Tyler looked sheepish and he did apologize to my mum. During all this, I was just dumbfounded and let my mum talk. After a long and awkward discussion between us, Tyler agreed that Anna would move her things back to her home. He also agreed that he would limit the number of nights she would stay over to one or two nights per week. He agreed that if they were in the house together, they would stick to his room or the kitchen if they were eating, but would not take over the main living room as they had been doing. Things were a little bit awkward for a while after my mum left, but I hoped that was it. I didn't expect any real comeback from Tyler or Anna as my mum had reassured me that the conditions we had imposed were perfectly reasonable and that if Tyler didn't like it, he could always move out. Well, Tyler did not move out and he did stick to the rules, more or less. Anna was more cold towards me from then on, but I could deal with that as long as I had my house back. The sex was still noisy, but it was only one or two times a week and I could deal with that, I guess. There had to be some compromise, right? Anyway, moving on a few more months, I was due to go visit my aunt in Spain for a week. Her and her husband had bought a house out there and they had been doing it up to live in and they were keen to show me what they had done. As things had greatly improved with Tyler and Anna and they had not done any actual permanent damage to my house in the time they had been there, I felt comfortable that I could trust them not to burn the place down while I was away. Now, I'm not a naive person. I was well aware that they would probably take full advantage and Anna would probably be staying over most nights in my absence. But I felt sure that the message had been received and that things would go back to normal on my return with no real harm done. I didn't say this to Tyler or give him explicit permission, but I felt it was pointless expecting anything else. And I wasn't there, so it wasn't going to affect me much for a week, right? Wrong. When I returned a week later, everything looked in order. Anna wasn't at the house and the place was tidy and as I left it, or so I thought. Tyler was out at work and I had the place to myself to unpack and settle back into normality. I wandered into the kitchen to make myself a cup of coffee and pulled a chair out at the table to drink it and enjoy the quiet. But just before sitting down, I noticed that the seat had a huge hole through it. Now let me explain a bit more. As I mentioned earlier in my post, I'd inherited this house from my grandfather I was an only child and seeing as how my parents were comfortably well off and settled into their own house with no mortgage, he had left his house to me. With it came all of his furniture as well. A lot of this furniture had been sold as it was old and outdated and had no real sentimental value. But I had kept the few pieces that held special memories of my grandfather for both me and my mum. One of those pieces was this chair. It had a chrome Z-shaped frame with a wicker back and seat. I think they had been quite fashionable at one stage, but it was special to me because it had always been in my grandparents' house at the dining table. My grandfather had always sat in it at mealtimes and when I visited, he sometimes let me sit in it instead. It was a treat being in grandpa's chair, a chair that no one else was allowed to sit in. He loved that chair and so I kept it. 
It was a sentimental keepsake. Tyler knew this chair was special and he knew why. You may ask why I kept it in use at the table. The reason being that it was a perfectly good, strong, well-made chair. It was not rickety or fragile or prone to damage. It hadn't occurred to me that it was at any real risk. It was a chair. It was for sitting in to eat. It was still in good enough condition to be sat in for eating. When Tyler arrived home from work, I asked him about the chair. He looked really sheepish and said he was going to tell me as soon as he got back. I asked what on earth had happened. I was completely confused as to how such a huge hole could have been made in a seat just by sitting on it. But he insisted that was what happened. He said he had come down one morning, sat down on it to eat breakfast and had literally gone straight through it. Well, that at least explained how the hole was so big in the rattan seat. The bits of rattan had snapped apart in the center, dangled down from the arse-sized hole in the middle. (laughs) He apologized profusely, but insisted that it was a complete and very unfortunate accident. He said he felt awful about it as he knew how special a chair was to me. But that was it. He did not offer to get the chair repaired or anything like that. Just sorry. Okay, so accidents happen. I didn't quite understand how this could have happened as the chair had seen in such good condition, but I was willing to believe that maybe the rattan had stretched and weakened over time without me noticing. So I did some research and found a company that could repair the rattan seat to its original state. Unfortunately, due to the specialist nature of the repair, it was going to cost $400. Now, had the cost had been less, maybe $50 to $100, I think I would have just paid out of my own pocket for the repairs and left it at that. But $400, that wasn't cheap. So I told Tyler, unfortunately, I was going to have to use some of his deposit money to pay for the repair. He grumbled a little under his breath, something about how a repair on a chair could be so expensive but he left it at that as he knew he couldn't really argue. So I organized for the chair to be collected and fixed when it was returned. And when it was returned, it was good as new. Roll on a few more months. Tyler and Anna continued to see each other, but followed the conditions my mum had set. I don't know if Anna had stayed the week I was away or not, and I didn't bother to ask as it had not had any effect on me or my house. They continued to be more respectful and follow the rules so all was good. Then one night, Tyler and I were enjoying a few drinks together in front of a film. We got talking and, in a somewhat drunken state, began telling each other some of the more embarrassing mistakes we had made in life. I don't know why Tyler had decided that now was the moment to tell me. I guess he was drunk enough to think I would just find it funny. He confessed that he hadn't just sat on the chair to break it. Nope. The truth was that He and Anna got a bit passionate in the kitchen one night while I was away and had used the chair to have sex on. Tyler was sat down on the seat with Anna bouncing away on top of him. Yeah, too much information, but anyway, he explained that as things had got more (laughs) heated, they heard a kind of tearing, snapping noise, and Tyler had found his bottom wedged firmly in a freshly created hole in the rattan seat. (laughs) I have to admit... This revelation left me both amused and horrified at the same time. Whilst the image of these two falling through the seat of the chair in mid-flow was funny, it was also sickening to think they had so little respect for me and my things. I really didn't know what to say. I mean, what would you have said? The chair was fixed now and Tyler had paid up. Despite the lack of respect, him and Anna had behaved perfectly since I'd been back. So I decided to just laugh it off and let bygones be bygones. 
but I did make a mental note never to leave Tyler alone in the house unchecked while I was away ever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Again. Soon after this, my worries became redundant as Tyler decided it was time to move out. He wanted to rent somewhere nearer to his work and closer to Anna. That was fine by me as I was now at a stage where I could afford the bills on my own thanks to a promotion and pay rise at work. Although I would miss Tyler, I was looking forward to having my home back to myself and my privacy. I helped Tyler move into his new studio flat and we parted on good terms, agreeing to keep in touch on Facebook with the odd night out for drinks and a catch-up. Over the next few weeks, I enjoyed having my home back and it began to felt like my own private sanctuary again. Granted, it was lonely sometimes, but when I was feeling this, I would just arrange a night out with a friend and get over it. Most of the time, I was at work anyway, busy with everything my new promotion bought, and my parents would visit regularly. Things were going well. I even had a little spare money left over from my earnings each month to begin doing old repairs and upgrades around the house. It was an older house and was in need of some modernization, but I had not been able to afford it until now. One evening, while I was watching TV in the living room, enjoying my favorite glass of wine, I started to notice this strange smell. I wasn't sure if I was imagining it, but I kept getting wafts of it over the next few days. I asked my mom if she could smell anything when she next visited, and she too could smell it. It was kind of a putrid, fishy odor that came and went. It smelled like the kind of smell you get when standing by a lake or the ocean. But we just could not figure out where the smell was coming from. Over the weeks, the smell got worse and worse. It was stronger upstairs, so I changed bedding, shampooed carpets, and washed curtains. My dad even checked under some floorboards in the spare room, as by now, that seemed to be where the smell was strongest. But there was nothing, and the foul smell continued. I was at a loss as to what to do. I continuously spraying air fresheners and using plugins to try and cover the smell which helped. I kept the spare room window open constantly to air out the worst of it. By this stage, I was sure it was something Tyler had done, intentionally or not, but I just couldn't figure out what, and I didn't want to accuse him of anything without any evidence. I'd barely heard from him recently. I changed the carpet in the room, thinking maybe he spilt something on it that had got into the underlay and wouldn't wash out. After the new carpet smell faded, the fishy odor still remained. One night, when I was out with a group of friends, I bumped into a friend that had first introduced me to Tyler. She joined us and we started sharing stories about him and comparing notes. We were a little tipsy to be fair, so the conversation involved a lot of giggling. She asked how Tyler had been as a lodger and whether I had any trouble with him. 
I told her about Anna, the noisy sex, the house takeover, the awkward sofa incident, and of course, the chair. We then got talking about how things had been going for me since he had left. I told her about the renovations I had been doing, and during this part of the conversation, I mentioned the funny smell that had appeared in the house since Tyler had left. As soon as I mentioned this, she shot me a look. I asked her what was wrong. She eventually admitted that she had been out with Tyler, Anna, and some friends recently, and she had overheard a conversation between them, but had thought it was the drink talking and did not really take it seriously. She said that Tyler and Anna had been boasting to another friend that they had hidden a dead fish behind the hot water tank in the airing cupboard in Tyler's old room in order to get back at me for being such a stuck-up landlady. I couldn't believe it. I really didn't think I'd been that bad towards them and Tyler and I had parted on good terms. Why would he feel the need to hide a dead fish in my house? Unfortunately, that night, I was a bit too worse for wear to do anything about it when I got home. But the next morning, I phoned my dad who came straight round to investigate. After inspecting behind the hot water tank with a torch, he emerged holding a bundle of newspaper. It reeked so bad, we were trying not to be sick. When we unwrapped the paper, sure enough, there was a rotten, moldy, half-decayed fish. Even after removing it, the spare room still smelled of it for weeks afterwards. I still can't believe Tyler and Anna felt so much ill will towards me as to actually do this. Anyway, I didn't bother confronting Tyler or Anna about what I had found because karma intervened. A few weeks after finding the rotten fish, I received several calls from various letting agencies. It turned out that Tyler was looking for a new place to rent, possibly with Anna, but I'm not sure. The landlords were after references for Tyler and he had given them the names of his two previous landlords. Well, there it was everyone, my chance at karma. I explained what happened. I stuck to the facts and explained that I could not prove it was Tyler that had left the fish, but that I could not recommend him as a tenant. They did not seem impressed to say the least and said they were not prepared to take the risk of a similar situation happening to them. So there we go. Tyler will struggle to find somewhere new to rent as long as he needs me to provide a reference for him. Part of me feels a little petty for doing this, but then I remind myself of all the things he did and feel that perhaps a little karma is justified in this case. I don't know. What do you guys think? And I gotta say, the image, the vivid image you painted there <laughs> of them on that seat bouncing away and then his ass falling through the seat at the same time, that must have been hilarious. Although I'm incredibly sorry that you, the seat did get broken at the same time as it's a sentimental item to you. And, you know, Tyler knew about this and knew how important the seat was you at the, at the same time. So and I don't care, drunk or not, what made him think it was a good idea to tell you that's how the seat broke? After the previous stuff that had happened with him and Anna overstepping boundaries previously, he thought this was a good idea to say, oh, yeah, that was me shagging in your kitchen. Hey, that was my butt bare naked ass that went through that chair. What made him think, drunk or not, that was a good idea and thought that would be a laugh? Holy moly. And I mean, the dude just doesn't sound the brightest. Leaving a fish in someone's house, it can only come from someone, especially if it was in the spare room behind the hot water tank as well. It could either only come from Tyler or Anna at some point. I don't know how people get that sort of shit in their heads over such petty stuff as well. I'm trying to put myself in Tyler's position. If I planted this fish in and I went off and done something, I'd be worried. I think, oh my God, she's going to find it eventually and she's going to know it's me. Then what will happen? 
And I kind of feel like Tyler has gotten off lightly in this particular scenario. Let's go through what you actually went through to put things right. I mean, you shampooed the carpets, changed bedding, washed the curtains, even changed the carpet in the spare room as well. So this has all come at a cost to you at the same time. And at one stage when, you know, Tyler did say that the chair had just broken when he sat on it and and you was going to charge him his deposit for it. I was thinking, ooh, is that fair? Because I wasn't sure, like, if it's wear and tear, should he really be paying all of it towards the chair or not? I didn't quite, un I didn't know if that was fair or not. You have to let me know on that one. But regardless, because, you know, he was fucking lying anyway. I'm glad you did charge him. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? I don't think there's any advice that we could give to OP in this one because obviously the story is very much concluded. I think they just wanted to give us a little tale. But let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, support and time as always means the absolute world. So thank you. And if you've made it this far, there'll be a couple of playlists at the very end that you can click on and it scroll through the stories automatically for you so you don't have to. See you next time, guys. And much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a dead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.